Wednesday, January 16th, 2019. You are listening to the Daily Dose Sports Podcast, and I am your host, Clint Daly. I am coming to you from the Mile High City here in Denver, Colorado, and you know, we are back for another day of talking sports with a dose of common sense which I think we can all agree is desperately needed in the sports world these days. Happy Wednesday to you. And you know what? Happy 50th birthday to boxer Roy Jones Jr., who was born on this day in Pensacola, Florida, back in 1969. Now, if you didn't see Roy fight in his prime, he's pretty good fighter. Jones fought from 1989 until 2018. He is a multiple-time world champion in four different weight classes. He held titles at middleweight, super middleweight, light heavyweight, and heavyweight. He's the only boxer in history to start his professional career at light middle and then go on to win the heavyweight title. And you know, as an amateur, he represented the United States at those 88 Summer Olympics. He won a silver medal in the light middleweight division. Then, of course, he went on to win the WBA heavyweight title in 2003, becoming the first former middleweight champion to win a heavyweight title in over 100 years. Like I said, Jones was a bad man in his prime. He could do some things in the ring that were a little bit scary because he had the speed of a middleweight. He did have the power of a heavyweight. Roy Jones Jr. was a nasty dude, but here's something I got to throw out there. Did y'all see... Michael B. Jordan, you know, the actor, the kid that plays Creed or whatever in those Rocky Creed movies, whatever they are. Did you hear him say he thinks he could get into the ring now and give Roy Jones Jr. a fight? When asked after he had done all his training for Creed 2 by TMZ, who he was willing to step into the ring with, he responded, Roy Jones, bro, claiming that he could hold his own with Jones, with Jones now being, you know, 50 years old. Dude, I know you win the fight in Creed or whatever, but you do know when you're in that ring fighting on camera for the movie that it's a movie, right? Like it's all pretend. You're not really fighting. You're acting. There's a big, big difference. You get into the ring with Roy, At age 50, it ain't going to go like that. Like, you're not going to be the big champion. You're not going to win the big fight in the big finale of the movie. It's going to be a little bit different. You get in the ring with Roy Jones Jr. Even now, at the age of 50, I'm telling you, Michael B. Jordan, I know you're feeling it. I know you're feeling strong. I know you're feeling like, dude, I don't know what it is. But every single time I get in the ring, I knock my opponent out. That's because your opponent is an actor. That's why you're knocking them out. Do not get into the ring with Roy Jones Jr. And you know he'll do it. Dude is still going out and getting in the ring any chance he gets. You know he'll do it. But I'm telling you right now, slow down Michael B. Jordan on wanting to get in a real fight with Roy. Even at age 50, because you will go down like Wallace in the wire. All in the game, yo. (laughs) All in the game. (laughs) Stick to make-believe, my friend. Stick to make believe. Hey, if you'd like to contact the show, tell us which former pro athlete you think you could take. We would love to hear from you. Hit us up on email, dailydosports at gmail.com, or go find us over on Facebook or Twitter. Both of those handles are at dailydosports. Doesn't have to be about which athlete you could take. You could just reach out and maybe give us some feedback for the show. Maybe you just have a comment. Maybe you have a question. Maybe there is something that has been bothering you, 
that you need a little advice with, reach out to The Daily Dose. We would love to hear from you. Also, you know you have a little bit of holiday money to spend, so why not stop by tpublic.com, pick up some Daily Dose gear for you or for the people in your life. You go to tpublic.com, they don't just have t-shirts, they've got hoodies, they've got sweatshirts, they've got coffee mugs, they've got laptop covers, a number of quality items over at tpublic.com. Just search Daily Dose and scroll down until you see our logo. You will find some merchandise over there. Hey, today on the show, got a lot of things to get to. Of course, we do have to look at a couple of sports stories that are coming out that I thought were, you know, a little bit interesting. Going to cover those. And then we are going to have the return of our Daily Dose Hump Day Power Rankings. Hump Day! You never know what we might be ranking this week, but we will have something very interesting for you on that today. Starting off, you know, we do have a couple of stories in sports that kind of sum up, I think, where this country of mine is right now. I know we have some listeners outside the United States. We have heard from listeners in Peru, in Sweden, in Ireland, in England, Canada, Australia, a number of other countries out there. And I know that in every country, there are always, you know, weird things happening politically or socially or whatever. Let me talk about a few stories going on in sports right now in my country, here in the good old US of A, that kind of sum up where we are as a country right now. First off, in the NFL, it seems that Chicago Bears head coach Matt Nagy is getting sick and tired of the media tour that kicker Cody Parkey has been on lately. See, Parkey went and appeared on the Today Show to talk about his kicking career. Had he just kicked the game-winning kick to put the Bears into the next round of the NFL playoffs? No, that's not why he's on that show at all. He's on that show because he missed a 43-yarder by hitting the goalpost and the Bears lost to Philadelphia in the wildcard round of the playoffs. So why in the world is Parkey appearing on shows? Talking about himself, talking about his career. You are the biggest loser. Why are you out there doing the media tour? Because right now in my country, our nation loves to give out hugs. Oh, we love hugging people. We are a big huggy nation right now. We would rather talk to the loser that needs a hug than to the winner that actually beat him. We don't care about the winner. Oh, you're just using your sports and your games and your scorekeeping. We don't care about that. That's not what we're about. And his head coach with Chicago, Matt Nagy, is not thrilled about it. Here's what he had to say. For me, you understand that we always talk about a we and not a me thing. Maggie said at the team's season ending news conference, we always talk as a team. We win as a team. We lose as a team. I didn't think necessarily that that was too much of a we thing when talking about Parkey going out on this media tour. Hey, and here's the thing. That kick against Philadelphia, that wasn't the first miss he's had this year. Parkey has not been very good all year. The Chicago Bears signed this veteran kicker in free agency to a contract, by the way, That included $9 million in guaranteed money, and he hasn't been great all year. Aside from that last-second attempt against the Eagles that he missed, for the season, Parkey missed 11 total kicks. He missed eight field goals. He also missed three extra points. It wasn't just that year-end debacle. He's been missing all year, and now he's out doing the media tour. Because again, in my country, we want to give the poor little fella a hug. But wait, wait. We're not done. 
Let's switch over to college football because we have some things going on over there. We've got some disputes going on over there because President Donald Trump paid tribute to the college football champions as he had the Clemson Tigers over to the White House on Monday night. Now, if you're not aware, right now we are in the middle of a government shutdown. So he didn't have, you know, his waiters and his cooking crew and his chefs and all that stuff at the White House. So what Trump did instead, he ordered a bunch of fast food to be delivered from a few different American fast food restaurants. They say that Trump picked up the tab for all the food and judging by the videos, at least that I've seen, the Clemson kids, I mean, they beat that buffet up. They enjoyed it. They had a good time. Spokeswoman Sarah Huckabee Sanders said much of the staff that works in the White House residence has been furloughed due to the shutdown, so the president is personally paying for the event to be catered with some of everyone's favorite fast foods. An impressive and really unusual look in the White House. You had this huge buffet in the East Room for all the players from Clemson. Silver trays with stacks of burgers from Wendy's and McDonald's and Burger King. You had Big Macs on these silver trays. You had White House paper cups with the presidential seal on them holding french fries. You had pizzas all on the menu. You had silver bowls holding all the condiments, the ketchups and the mustards. You had stacks of white china for these guys to eat their fast food off of. Hey, it was a little different. Okay, whatever. But in this country, right now, Trump going out and getting the fast food for these kids has kind of triggered this weird firestorm of political backlash. And no, I'm actually not kidding. Trump supporters are beating their chest saying, look what our boy did for the youth of America. Do you see? He paid for all that fast food right out of his own pocket because he's just a good guy. On the other side, you have Trump bashers who are absolutely irate. Can you believe that he bought those kids fast foods? That's racist or, I don't know, classless or sexist or something. That's, that's something bad. Those kids deserve steak and lobster. And then you saw them kind of think about it and go, wait a minute. They did go to visit Trump. You know what? They don't deserve anything. You shouldn't have bought him anything. And he's a jerk for buying him anything. It's all very confusing to me. I don't even understand what side of the coin I am supposed to come in on. I wish I was kidding. I really do. But this is seriously the state of our union today. We are so bored in this country that we are literally complaining about college kids eating fast food. D did you hear me? We are complaining about college kids being given, being fed fast food. Oh, you gotta love this country. Such a bizarre place. One other related story in the NFL that we probably should talk about. It looks like Las Vegas has reportedly adjusted the line at their sports book for this weekend's Kansas City Chiefs versus New England Patriots AFC Championship game that's going to take place on Sunday. Now, you might not have heard this, but the Chiefs had originally been installed as a three-point favorite at home. That line, for some reason, has now been bumped up to 10.5 points. Chiefs by 10.5 over the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. I mean, that, it seems kind of crazy, doesn't it? The Chiefs favored by 10.5 over Bill Belichick and Tom Brady and the New England Patriots? I mean, what caused that? Is Brady hurt? Is the entire Patriots defense going to be out? Did Bill Belichick finally admit to all his crimes and he's not going to be able to coach? What in the world is going on? Uh, no, I guess when Vegas found out that Trump might be doing an all-you-can-eat fast food buffet for the champions, guess they just figured Chiefs head coach Andy Reid 
is going to find a way to blow out the New England Patriots and go on and win the Super Bowl. Hey, that's motivation, kids. Andy Reid is a man on a mission come this weekend. Make no mistake about that. Hey, coming back, we are going to get to our Daily Dose Hump Day Power Rankings. Hump Day? It's been a little while since we've had our Hump Day Power Rankings. You know, last week, we finished off the 2018 college football season by looking back at some of those memorable moments from college football this year. You know, we handed out some awards. We looked at a few of the biggest games, some of the best players. And yes, it's only January. But today on our Daily Dose Hump Day Power Rankings, we are going to begin to take a sneak peek forward to next season, college football 2019. We're going to be talking about that when we get back. So, you know, on Wednesdays, we like to get some real numbers involved, not so much my opinion. You guys get enough of my opinion, right? But we just try to put together a list and see what maybe stats or what numbers or what someone out there tells us. So today on our Daily Dose Hump Day Power Rankings, Hump Day! Like I said, the college football season is now over. And while we put a big bow on the 2018 season last week, here's a question for you. Which teams are supposed to be the favorites next year? I know it's way too early, but can we get an idea? Can we... Kind of guess, who should we expect to be solid next year? As usual, we don't trust too many prognosticators in this regard. But one entity that we do trust, bizarrely, I know it sounds kind of weird, but we actually turn to Las Vegas a lot. Because Las Vegas gets more about sports right than anyone else. So which teams is Las Vegas expecting to contend for the title in 2019 We've got the top 10 teams that they are saying are going to be the best teams out there. They have the best odds to win the title come next year. So let's take a look at those 10 teams. And when I say 10, I actually mean 11. Because we actually have four teams tied with 25 to 1 odds. So this is going to be a way too early 2019 college football top, well, actually 11. Starting off, we're going to go to a team in the Pac-12. Now, the Washington Huskies under-delivered in 2018. They went 10-4. and four. They lost to Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. But gone is quarterback Jake Browning. Gone is running back Miles Gaskins. But the Huskies do pick up Georgia transfer quarterback Jacob Eason. And don't forget, Chris Peterson is an excellent coach. The Huskies should have a pretty good recruiting class coming in. Las Vegas installs Washington at number 11 with 25-1 to 1 odds to win it all. Moving up to number 10. And we've got another Pac-12 team. And this might end up being a little bit low for the Oregon Ducks. Because don't forget, they returned quarterback Justin Herbert after he led them to a 9-4 and record. He threw for over 3,100 yards in 2018. Now, Herbert did lose a few receivers, but his running game should be pretty good. Oregon returns their top two running backs. And don't forget that Oregon has put together one of the top recruiting classes in the country. If Oregon can get their defense to come around, yeah, I totally understand why Las Vegas has them this high. Oregon is sitting with 25 to 1 odds going into next year as well to win the title. Moving up to number 9, and you know, I know that our lasting memory of Notre Dame in 2018 is going to be of them totally unable to function against Clemson in the Cotton Bowl playoff game. You can spin it however you want. The Irish were completely outmatched in that game. 
But they are going to return quite a bit of talent next season. Starting quarterback Ian Book is back. He also brings back almost his entire offensive line. Now, the schedule looks challenging again on paper. They do have Georgia, and they do have Michigan on it. But here's the one thing that I wonder about. Even if Notre Dame goes undefeated next year, is that going to be enough? Or are we all just going to look at Notre Dame and say, well, yeah, they were undefeated, but I mean, who cares? They've gone undefeated the last few times. They get to the big bowl game, and then they get blown out of the big bowl game. So I don't know if that's even going to be enough. But Las Vegas likes Notre Dame. They have them a 25 to 1 odds. They are sitting at number 9. One last team at 25 to 1. And it's a little bit surprising for a team that started this past season by losing their first six games. Was not going good at all. But then the Nebraska Cornhuskers did rebound from that slow start. They won four of their last six games. Head coach Scott Frost should return more than a dozen starters. And yes, he does bring back quarterback Adrian Martinez. Hey, Martinez showed some flashes. He can throw it. He can run it. He could be a very, very dangerous quarterback. I know Nebraska struggled out of the gate. Kind of seemed like they started to figure some things out. They played Ohio State very tough. They played Northwestern very tough. Vegas likes Nebraska. Has them at number 8 at 25-1 to odds to win the title. Moving on to our number 7 team. In his first season in Gainesville, new Florida Gators head coach Dan Mullen, I think he had more success than anyone really expected. He led Florida to a 10-3 and record, and then they get the blowout win over Michigan in the Peach Bowl. Quarterback Felipe Franks, he's still kind of goofy. He doesn't always show the most consistency, but he started to figure things out over the length of the season. And he's back next year. The problem is he's going to need to rebuild that offensive line. He's going to need to find some offensive help around him. But the Gators defense returns seven starters. And I do think Florida is going to continue to improve under Mullen. He said, following that Peach Bowl win over Michigan, that he is promising this is going to be the toughest offseason of his Florida players' lives. Florida comes in at number seven. They are at 20 to one odds to win the title next year. Moving up to number six, we have a team that has actually gone to the national playoff the past, not one, two seasons. Because the Oklahoma Sooners have also had the last two Heisman winners in Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield. But I want to see how Oklahoma does in 2019. They could take a bit of a step back. Right now, it's looking like Oklahoma is going to return just five starters on the offensive side of the ball. So head coach Lincoln Riley is going to have his work cut out for him. He's going to have to figure out some things to do on offense. And he has lost a ton of talent at quarterback over the last two years. I know, I know. Oklahoma has a new guy they'll just plug in. But there's going to be some rebuilding to do with that offense. Now the Sooners should return most of their defense. But based on what we saw this year, is that a good thing? I'm not really sure. Because that Sooners defense was not always the best. At times, it was a little bit soft. But Oklahoma is sitting at number six. Vegas has them with 16 to 1 odds to win the title next year. Even losing all that offense, even losing the Heisman winner, Vegas still likes Oklahoma 16 to 1 odds to win the title. Hey, if you want to go out there and throw some money around, a couple teams out here you could take a chance on. Okay, coming back, we are going to continue our daily dose hump day power rankings. Hump day! As we look forward to the college football season next year, who does Las Vegas have right now 
as the top five teams going into college football next year. Just a quick reminder that maybe you have some shopping left to do. Maybe you forgot someone on that holiday list. You might want to head over to lootcrate.com forward slash daily dose where you can find the latest pop culture collectibles that feature your favorite TV shows, movies, and video games. January's Loot Crate theme is now out. It is called Binge. Grab a spot on the couch. Get comfortable. We're about to binge some of pop culture's finest offerings to ring in the new year. Unbox and chill with this collection of binge-worthy gear celebrating some of your favorite TV shows. January's Loot Crate theme features items from Friends, SpongeBob SquarePants, and Black Mirror. But hey, if none of those franchises interest you, remember, you can go over to Loot Crate. You can choose from a huge selection of crates, a monthly subscription of crates, or just go pick individual items. The best part about ordering from Loot Crate, when you check out, just be sure to type Daily Dose, D-A-L-Y-D-O-S-E in the coupon box. We are going to get you 10% off of your order, just as a little thank you for tuning into the Daily Dose every single day. So let's continue with our Daily Dose Hump Day Power Rankings. Hump Day! As we look at who Las Vegas currently has as the top five football teams going into 2019. And let's start at number five. Another team sitting at 16 to 1. You know, it was a roller coaster year for the Michigan Wolverines. Remember, they started the season with that loss to Notre Dame. They looked kind of confused. It wasn't looking good for Michigan. And then Michigan rolls off 10 wins in a row. And we're all looking around going, wow. Michigan is actually going to play their way into the college football playoff. All they have to do is beat Ohio State. Yeah, and then they got curb stomped by Ohio State. Okay, but they're still going to go to a big bowl game. They're still going to go to the Peach Bowl. Go beat Florida. Finish on a positive note. Yeah, then they got blown out by Florida too. So looking at Michigan, you would think next season is a little bit of a make or break year, isn't it? I mean, for Jim Harbaugh, a guy who came in with national title aspirations. Don't you kind of have to put that on him at some point? Forget national title. Jim Harbaugh isn't even winning Big Ten title. He can't even get them to the playoff. You would think at some point, Michigan is going to say, okay, Jim, step up. Do something with this. We've given you what you wanted. We're paying you a ton of money. Can you beat Ohio State once? Harbaugh is going to have quarterback Shea Patterson returning. He will have a good portion of that Michigan offense returning. They scored 25 points a game in 2018. Michigan, like I said, is a 16-1 to favorite to win it all next year. We'll see if Jim Harbaugh can come out and actually do something. We've heard he's going to do something. We just haven't seen it quite yet. Moving up to number four, we have a team that is sitting with 12-1 to odds, which is interesting because their head coach is now gone. But Ohio State is still coming in at number four in Las Vegas, 12 to 1 odds. New head coach Ryan Day, he's going to have some pieces to work with. He has 10 defensive starters back. Again, kind of like with Oklahoma. I don't know if that's a good thing. Ohio State gave up a ton of big plays this last year, but he does have 10 defensive starters back. Yes, he is going to have to find a quarterback to replace Dwayne Haskins, who is head of the NFL. And I do kind of think that people maybe underrate a little bit of what Dwayne Haskins did. Because there were times this past season, with all the stuff with Urban Meyer, and with as bad as the defense looked, Dwayne Haskins just went out and played every single game. He played pretty well. He carried that team, no question. Ohio State is going to have to go out and find someone to step up their game and take over for that. Now, the one thing I wonder about Ohio State, 
what are they going to look like post-Urban Meyer? Because say what you will about the guy, he can flat out coach. No question about that. What is Ohio State going to look like with Urban Meyer gone? And more importantly, are they still going to hold coaching meetings at strip clubs? I'm not sure. There's going to be some things up in the air is what I'm saying. Want to keep an eye on Ohio State. They come in at number four. Moving on to number three, the Georgia Bulldogs had a very strong season, but then they lost their final two games of the season. Now we remember, Georgia dropped that heartbreaker to Alabama in the SEC championship game. They led that game. They knocked Tua Tagovailoa out of that game. It looked like Georgia might actually pull the upset. They were going to be going to the National College Football Playoff. And then Alabama kind of did what they do, at least in the SEC. They find a way to come back. Jalen Hurts leads the comeback and they knock off Georgia. Okay, well, hey, you gave Alabama a closer game than anyone else has. So you had to feel pretty good if you're a Georgia fan. And then Georgia went to the Sugar Bowl and got slapped around by Texas in the Sugar Bowl. They looked disinterested. They looked like they didn't want to be there. They looked like they didn't really care. That's not a good look for a top five team. But Georgia is going to return 15 starters. And don't forget, quarterback Jake Fromm is going to be one of them. The Bulldogs should have a pretty manageable schedule. Most of their games next year against tough opponents are either going to be at home or they're going to be at a neutral site. Vegas has Georgia at number three with six to one odds to win the title next year. So who are the top two teams that Las Vegas has installed for 2019? Yeah, it's not really much of a surprise. But coming in at number two, which is right where they finished this season, yes, is the Alabama Crimson Tide. Oh, I know they got blown out in the championship game, but I'm telling you, do not sleep on Nick Saban and company with these odds because Alabama is going to be returning 17 starters. Yes, including quarterback Tua Tagovailoa. So while the last thing that we remember from the Alabama Crimson Tide is them getting dominated in that title game, hey, Alabama's going to be a load next year. I know there are rumors. Uh Uh-oh, does this blowout against Clemson mean that maybe we're starting to see the foundation crumble a little bit for Alabama? Nope, it sure doesn't. Vegas has Alabama with five to two odds to win it all. They sit at number two. And hey, make no mistake, Nick Saban, Alabama, they're going to be right there again. If you hate to hear that, I'm sorry, but Alabama's not going anywhere. Unless some major catastrophe takes place down in Alabama, or I don't know, Nick Saban gets lost somewhere, Alabama is going to be right in the thick of it again. Moving on to the number one team that Las Vegas has right now on their sports books going into 2019 in college football, who else could it be? The number one team on our list today, two to one odds. Of course, it is the defending national champions, the Clemson Tigers, full of Big Macs, full of French fries, full of fast food pizza from Donald Trump. Clemson is also returning a ton next year. They will have 16 starters back. Yes, including freshman stud quarterback Trevor Lawrence. He will be back for his sophomore season. And don't forget, they will also have running back Travis Etienne, who had a very good year and a very big game in the championship game. Yes, Clemson is going to have to replace those studs on the defensive line, though. And that's going to be a lot to do. But looking at what head coach Dabo Swinney has done at Clemson, yes, he's got some work to do. He's got to fill some holes. But he just keeps going out and bringing in stud after stud. The Clemson Tigers are getting it done every single year. 
And it is 100% because Dabo Sweeney has been a magician for the Clemson Tigers. Hey, you know, one thing in looking at this list, and I'm just kind of, you know, eyeballing this list. Let's see. we got Washington, got Oregon, Notre Dame, Nebraska, Florida, Oklahoma, Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama, and Clemson. Now, we know Vegas tries to predict what happens, but Vegas doesn't care what happens. It makes me wonder, is this who they really think is going to be the top teams? Or... Are these the fan bases they think are going to go out and bet because they are also the 10, 11 craziest fan bases that you could probably put out there? I don't know if a team like Notre Dame should be this high. Oh, but I do know Notre Dame fans think they should be. In fact, Notre Dame fans think they should be even higher. So you also have to take a little bit of a grain of salt when you take what Vegas gives you because they do always have that ulterior motive. They really like to earn money. Hey, tomorrow on the show, we will, of course, be bringing you the latest and greatest in the world of sports news. And, you know, like we do on a lot of Thursdays, we might take a look at a few sports media overreactions. Plus, I'm kind of thinking now that the NFL has hired a few coaches, we might have to take a closer look at some of those coaching moves. Hey, I have to say thank you all so much for listening to and for sharing the Daily Dose. Thank you for the emails, the texts, and the tweets. Don't forget to stop by tpublic.com and pick up some of that Daily Dose gear that you know you need. I have to say thank you to JSP. Could not do any of this without you. I will see you all tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday. All in the game, yo. <laughs> all in the game. Ha, ha, ha.